Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. We will work our way towards a flurry of minor baseball trades. If you like secondary transactions in baseball, it has been a palooza. I mean, how, we could probably do about two hours on the Adam Duvall trade from the Reds to the Braves. That could be a two-hour uh, conversation piece on the show. But we will get to all of the transactions. I mean, who doesn't want to spend uh, an hour and a half of time breaking down the Red Sox acquiring a washed-up infielder, the great Adam, Ian Kinsler. Who doesn't want that? Anyway, all right, so listen, the story here is in the NFL. The NFL is king. The NFL is almighty, all-powerful, and pretty much sucks in the conversation. And so the Jerry Jones story took a twist, a couple of twists, in the last day or so. Now, Jerry Jones spoke his mind on the National Anthem. He's done it a few times. He did it over the the weekend at the end of last week, and the, the league office attempted to put a gag order or literally put a gag in Jerry Jones' mouth to keep him from talking in a Dallas TV station 
uh, just went ballistic. They were so upset, how, so offended that Jerry Jones would not uh, talk about the anthem that they canceled an interview with Jerry at Cowboys camp. But now Jerry Jones is being attacked uh, again by a handful of NFL players. And if you've not been locked in on this because you actually have a life and you have a job and you have things that you have to do, you might have missed this. Uh, so Jerry Jones recently, just to recap, he said the Cowboy team policy is for players to stand during the anthem, toe the line, and that no one would be allowed to stay in the locker room. Now that led to what? That led to a hostile response from a group of NFL players led by Malcolm Jenkins who called Jerry Jones a bully. Yeah, I don't agree with you. You're a bully. Uh, and then T.O. popped up on Fox Sports Radio over the weekend, Terrell Owens. Uh, my guy, T.O., and he doubled down on the bully. He said, yep, bully. And then he said Jerry Jones was totally wrong, totally wrong. Well, next up in the batter's box on Monday, Richard Sherman, 49er defensive back, uh, briefly, briefly. He's not going to be a Niner very long. But Sherman being interviewed by the USA Today in their colorful weather map available at most major hotels in America, uh, Richard Sherman declaring that Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, has a, quote, old plantation mentality. Woo! Uh, Sherman added, what do you expect? What did you expect? Of course, you could say, what did you expect from Richard Sherman? All right, so let's discuss. Now, the question here, do you agree with Richard Sherman's take on Jerry Jones that the Cowboys owner has that old plantation mentality because he wants players to stand during the national anthem and toe the line. That was the quote from Jerry Jones. Now, I'll go first. Uh, and my position is, of course not. It's bizarro world on steroids. It continues to be bizarro world. I, I go on uh, every week on the radio in New Zealand, and I've been doing it for years, about 10 years now, on radio sport there in Auckland, New Zealand. And this is the third consecutive year that this has been a talking point where that has come up in conversation. But my thoughts on the Richard Sherman quote, you've got the conga line, the punching bag, and the quicksand. And we will link and tie all of these things uh, together. You know the drill. All right, number one, uh, I am going to respectfully disagree with Richard Sherman here. Uh, now, there is a group of players that have formed uh, similar to a conga line uh, and they are lining up one after another, and they are taking shots at Jerry Jones. It is open season. Now, none of them happen to be employed by Jerry Jones. Yes, T.O. is a former Dallas Cowboy, but clearly a falling out there for T.O. And Richard Sherman is attempting here to fan the flames, as the saying goes there, to fan the flames there. Now, I am going to give him the benefit of the doubt uh, that he does not mean, maybe he does, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, he does not mean that respect and love of country is uh, somehow code for plantation mentality. I don't believe he's a dope. He did go to Stanford. I think he knows exactly what he's doing here, and there's some ulterior motives in that Richard Sherman understands how the media works in the year 2018. Racist. And that polarizing comments get headlines, right? I mean, these are the words that get clicks on social media and people's blood gets boiling, and uh, they, the blood is coming out of their eyes. They're so upset about this. And, uh, you know, of course, it's unwarranted and uncalled for, but playing the race card 
that does work. It abs- It's the new normal, right? And uh, you know, you know the drill. If you disagree uh, with a position, therefore you are a racist, and that mentality uh, seemingly is happening all over the place. Usually, it's in the political theater. But it happens in the sports world, too. And this has become a political issue. It's disguised as a sports issue, but it's a political issue. And Jerry Jones, he actually, if you listen to what he said and just don't go by the headline, Jerry Jones, here's the way I took it over the weekend. He actually agreed that there's a legitimacy to what the players are protesting in the NFL. But he thinks that during the anthem is not the time nor the place, and apparently that makes him have uh, what Richard Sherman said, quote, was the plantation mentality. That's a quote from Richard Sherman. Now, the second thing here, uh, Jerry Jones, at this point, because he has done the thing you're not supposed to do, is now a punching bag, very popular punching bag, because unlike many people who work in the NFL who have tried to play right down the middle, tried to play right down the middle of the street there or kick the can down the road and not give any kind of opinion, or side with the players, Jerry Jones, uh, you can rip him for his position, but he did have the backbone to speak his mind, which is not the popular opinion for many who play in the NFL. And, of course, we told you he got the, the, the NFL said, you know, you got to stop. They put the sock in his mouth there, Jerry Jones, to knock it off. Uh, now, now, maybe I am misguided here also, but I, I've pointed this out many times over the, the last couple of years. This does not seem like it's that difficult a conversation that it's an employee versus an employer work dynamic. And if that is code for, as Richard Sherman says, plantation mentality, then that is going on in every work environment in the United States of America and every other country I can think of, uh, every other Western country I can think of. I guess there's some other things that are going on in uh, in certain countries that uh, you think we kind of figure that out. But uh, the NFL has made the national anthem, part of the work day for an NFL player. Now, you can say that's not right and that's wrong. They shouldn't be doing that, but that's what they've done. The NFL has made the national anthem part of the game day presentation. If you go to a game, you're going to experience, if you, you know, the, the, the opener, you'll see a military jet fly over and uh, an unveiling of the flag. It's a very patriotic thing that the NFL is fully in on. Now, ironically, it has been pointed out by others. That this was originally done. You know the the original intention of the NFL when they started this? Because it wasn't always like this. The original intention was to, check this out, to make the players look better in the eyes of the public, in the very patriotic public, by standing in respect for the flag. And it's the old line, the best laid plans of mice and men, right? Did that backfire? Kaboom! Uh, Unfortunately for the players here, this is another stumbling block they've got. And they don't seem to care about it, many of the ones that are at least speaking here on this issue, is that the vast majority of the people who actually buy tickets to NFL games, the ones that feed the machine there, uh, they don't support the protest. Now, it does go city by city here. Uh, they, general consensus has been that it, you, know, you should protest, but not on the job. Uh, and that's been the issue. The players can't seem to, either they don't care about it, uh, or it just doesn't matter. Right? Either way, I mean, it's the same result. Like the customer who goes to NFL games doesn't matter. And so you have a boisterous group of outspoken NFL players who believe they are no longer employees. This is a house divided, right? House has been that way for years, and we, we've had 
all of this civil war, if you will, going on over the national anthem for several years because of poor leadership by Roger Goodell. And it, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, right, Adam Silver, he, he had requested that all players, he said he expected all players to stand for the anthem before the season. And I don't believe anybody said that he had, quote, plantation mentality like Richard Sherman accused Jerry Jones of. So uh, what's up with that? I mean, why was it, was it only the NFL has this? Apparently it's the NFL thing. The NBA commissioner can say that. It's like, oh, that's different. Now the last thing here, the, the NFL and the union uh, are getting together. Uh, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, nothing at all, right? They're going to sit together in a boardroom in New York City. I believe that's where it's taking place. And they're going to try to come up with a plan to fix it, right? What's the solution going to be? Now, my idea would be just to play the national anthem before the players come out uh, to the field, right? Just if they don't want to do it, if they're not into the national anthem, they they don't want to they want to take that as an act of protest. That's fine. They can just stay in the locker. Room. I got no problem with that. If they want to stay in the locker room, cut them off at the pass. The problem is the owners have stepped in the quicksand. And they are so deep now that they can't do that. Right? They cannot. That, that doesn't seem like that's something that's even on the table now for the owners to say, all right, you guys don't want to be part of the anthem. All right, well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to just do it. You can stay in the locker room and uh, you can play checkers or chess and do whatever the hell you want to do and uh, knock yourself out and then we'll have you come out. Uh, the question is, what will the NFL players take in return? Right? you got to have a compromise. So what is the return here to get harmony? in the community uh, of NFL players and the NFL owners here. And uh, to me, it's very simple. Other people have thrown out all wild suggestions. Uh, I'm a bit of a simpleton when it comes to negotiation. Uh, I believe that the world revolves around something that starts with the letter M, money. Right? Straight cash homies, the great philosopher Randy Moss pointed out years ago. So that's what it comes down to. Like, if the money is right. Now, not necessarily to charity. Right? Not... Not necessarily, you know, donating to uh, some charity the NFL players select. No, no, no. Uh, I bet you most NFL players, if they actually had to vote, would say, well, we want that money, but we want to decide how that money goes, so why don't you just give us the money, right? Say, give us a little more, whether it's, I don't know, how you'd break down the percentage of revenue, you know, give them a little taste, half a percent or something like that, because money solves pretty much everything. Pretty much everything. All right. It is the Ben Mather Show on Fox. You want to comment on any of that, you are more than welcome. The number 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Mather. That's at Ben Mather. You can be part of the festivities. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas... Garcia. Well, hello to you, Ben Maller. Hello, yes. We got a baseball game that is still going on. Uh, We had a power outage, apparently, out at Chavez Ravine, home of the Los Angeles Dodgers. You weren't out there or anything, were you, earlier today? No, I did not uh, take no a baseball bat to the uh, the fuse box at Dodger mm-hmm. Stadium. I did not do that. But Just, I, uh, I, too I, many I think air conditioning is, units being run Well, I believe or this is a, a situation where they're trying to screw with our show. 
I believe that's what. I, because if the game had not had that power outage, right, we'd be in the post game uh, show by now. Yeah, we're doing the show anyway, and people are seemingly enjoying the show. And I mean, I don't know what's going on with that, but but our biggest affiliate is the number one radio market in America, which is Los Angeles, not New York. More people listen to the radio in L.A. than New York. People, a lot of people don't know that, but New York has this thing called the subway, which a lot of people use. Now, L.A. has a subway. Not many people use it. So LA is I've the never n- used it. I have. I used to live right near it. When I was single, I was allowed to use it. But now I'm married, and my wife hates it. So I don't. I don't go on there anymore. But I used to love it. It's great. Got to hang out with some real shady characters. I felt I, like your I felt, people. Yeah. I had street cred, man. I did. I sat a guy. I sat across from a guy on a uh, a subway ride. The uh, the it was the red. No, it was the red line, not the gold line. I lived near the gold line, but it was the red line in LA. The guy had his entire face covered in tattoos. And he smiled at me. And I was like, wow, that's very nice. You know, I was yeah. like, it was very cool that okay. he would smile at me. You know, that's very nice. Uh, why are you laughing, there. Roberto? Seems like a <laughs> yeah, nice thing know. to do. Yeah, you know, he's just a, you know, he's a regular dude. He just, you know, he yeah. likes tattoos. Why not? It could be did, tough did, to get a job did, did when you, you smile have that, back at him? No, I, you know, I just kind of you know, nodded, man. Did you look away? I looked down. I did look down. There was some looking down, Roberto, that took place. Uh, but anyway, so there was a power outage at the Dodger game and, and, and also the Diamondbacks game. Now, you know the most famous power outage of them all, Eddie. Of course. Yeah. Camden Yards. That's right. Uh, the, the great cover-up for Cal Ripken so his streak would continue. Allegedly. Kept, no, it's not allegedly. It is allegedly. I believe it to be true. Well, okay. You know why I believe it to be true? Because I was telling, you want it to be true. No, it's not true. No, it's that's a juicier not it. story. No, it's not. Uh, I was covering baseball quite a bit at that particular time years ago, way back in the 90s, when Cal Ripken uh, was playing for the Orioles. And at that time, that was a game against the Mariners when they had Griffey and, uh, and the big unit and all those big stars there. A-Rod was on the, on the Mariners. Uh, I heard, before it became Urban Legends, this is before social media, uh, the day after that particular power outage, a person that I have known for years, I still know this person, who happens to be friends with someone very close to the uh, Angelos family, told me that particular story before it became urban legend, that he had heard what had happened, and he was he wanted to tell me. He was like so excited to tell me. And I know everyone's denied it. Of course, they're not going to admit to it, but I believe it to be true, that the Cal Ripken streak was going to end. So you can Google the urban legend, but it was going to end, and Peter Angelos and his, uh, his minions called in a favor to turn out the lights only at Camden Yards. No other part of Baltimore had their lights out. Only at the ballpark. They couldn't play. Now, this game was delayed. Well, if it, You have to include, now come on, for well, people who may not well, yeah, know, the, the juicy part of the story well, yeah. is the reason why Cal couldn't play in the game. Yeah, that, that Kevin actor Kevin Costner, who's he still acting? Yes. He is, is he really? He is. What's he, what's he been in lately? He's not really acting much anymore, right? Yeah, he, I think yeah, he still yeah, is. Really? Yeah. People paying money to see this? Not on Movie some, Pass some anymore. How about that, man? Boy, I got one month of Movie Pass. You see that? No. Did it, is it over? What happened? Yeah, I guess any good movie you can't see anymore with Movie Pass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a joke. <laughs> I was going to upgrade. Till I, had, I only had like the three movies the a month thing. But curse, I'm not of the, curse of the Ben Beano lives. Yeah. I did in Movie Pass. Uh, but anyway, so Cal Ripken was supposedly staying, uh, or, or Kevin Costner was staying at Cal Ripken's house, and uh, Cal Ripken was on his way to the ballpark. He forgot something, as the legend goes. He came back to his house, and uh, Kevin Costner was supposedly uh, enjoying some intimate time with Mrs. Ripken, 
in the Ripken home. Uh, oh, yeah. no. And that that led to a fisticuff situation. Really? I never heard of that story. You never heard this, no, Roberto? Really? No, I haven't. Oh, you got to open your eyes, Roberto. It's le- <laughs> it's legend. All right, so, so, so supposedly Cal Ripken goes to the ballpark, forgets something, comes back, he comes home, he says, oh, my oh, God, man. there's some hanky-panky going on with my wife and Kevin Costner. And rather than joining in, you know, you can't have third man in. <laughs> wow. uh, you can't wow. do that. Uh, so Cal Ripken, uh, they got into a dust-up, and he, uh, they, he was so upset by this that he called the Orioles. He said, I can't play, but he was on pace to break the record. He hadn't broken the record yet. And so some phone calls were made. Some favors were given out to turn out the lights at Camden Yards that night. And uh, Ripken said, I can't play. I'm just too distraught by that. So, Roberto, as someone who did not know this story, does this sound believable to you? Uh, I would say yes. Yeah, that's a good man, Roberto. That's right. I would say yes. Good job by you. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The non-waiver trade deadline has arrived, and we've had a cyclone of trades. If you enjoy... Second-class trades. This is your time to shine. Some of the trades that went down. Lance Lynn went from the Minnesota Twins to the Bronx Bombers. Uh, The Mariners picked up the great Zach Duke, who's 1,000 years old, also from the Minnesota Twins. The Braves acquired Adam Duvall, who at one point was thought of as a good player. uh, Never heard of him. Well, he he used to play for the Cincinnati Reds, but he's going to Atlanta for some minor league players you've never heard of, uh, mostly minor league players you've never heard of. The Red Sox made a trade uh, as they were playing the Philadelphia Phillies. Ian Kinsler, uh, he goes to Boston, and he will uh, attempt to provide insurance, but not Geico insurance, for Dustin Pedroia, who's pretty much been out the entire year with a bad knee. So they've got Kinsler, who could also, I would assume, occasionally play uh, third base. Now, Kinsler has sucked for the Angels, but the last like couple of weeks he's played well. Like the last month or so, he's played like a respectable major league player. But overall, his overall body of work is terrible. But he's going to Boston. There's some other trades that have happened here. Uh, some of these guys, you don't even know who the hell they are, but a bunch of uh, activity, a lot of minor moves, people anticipating the possibility that Bryce Harper could be traded. Well, more on that later. Bryce Harper... The state-run MLB website is even reporting that the Nationals are looking to deal Bryce Harper, that he is available. If you want Bryce Harper for a couple of months, he can be yours if the price is right. But of all the trades that have happened, the one that everybody's chirping about took place deep in the heart of Texas, Roberto Osuna. Going outbound from Canada and inbound to Houston. If you were not locked into baseball transactions, the Astros acquiring the star closer, Roberto Osuna from the Blue Jays for Ken Giles. What did we say? Remember when Ken Giles got into that dust-up with his manager? And we said, that's it. He gone. Uh, He's not going to pitch for the Astros again. And sure enough, uh, he did not. He was sent to the minor leagues, but he'll join the Blue Jays And also a couple of uh, young minor league players go back to Toronto. So the reason this is controversial, uh, if you're not a baseball person, it comes down to the ethics of baseball. Roberto Osuna is not playing baseball for Toronto. 
The reason he's not playing baseball for Toronto is because he's currently serving a 75-game suspension because he put his hand in the baseball domestic violence jar. He got dinged. He was charged with assaulting a woman back in May. He pled not guilty, and he has been out of the big leagues for almost three months. Now, he's eligible to return this weekend on Sunday. The Astros are in L.A. to play a team they did not outscore in the World Series. The Dodgers and Astros scored the same number of runs in the World Series. So whoever scores more runs in that series will be deemed the winner of the World Series. They're going to carry over the World Series. And so it's now, very excitingly, a best of ten. So the Dodgers have to win two out of three. But if they outscore the Astros, we will give them uh, the World Championship. So that's big news here. But let's talk about this Astros trade. There's a lot to discuss. Uh, the question, we'll frame it this way. Here, here's how we'll frame it. Uh, what is the big takeaway from the Astros being willing to touch a player that many teams deem toxic because of the fact that guys have uh, been suspended 75 games? This Roberto Osuna. Uh, now, my observations on this, you've got the sliding scale, the trump card, and schadenfreude. And we will mix all of this together. Now, we'll begin with the fact that Houston's front office, it's pretty obvious what happened. You don't have to be a baseball person, if you will, uh, to know what's going on. This is simply a case of Houston being unable to resist the forbidden fruit, right? Society, over the last couple of years, has determined uh, that domestic abusers are ostracized, blacklisted, and rejected from public jobs. Now, it didn't always used to be this way, right? It didn't always used to be this way. But in recent years, this has been the, the way it is now. And, and certainly, we, we know that Ray Rice never played again in the NFL, but that was video, right? If there's video, there is no redemption. In this particular case, you're talking about a 23-year-old relief pitcher who throws in the high 90s and throws strikes, consistently throws strikes. And when you have that combination, when you have the youth and the velocity and the success that this particular professional athlete has had, you have what is known as the sliding scale of morality. Right? You end up also playing the yeah, but game. But yeah, but Antonio Osuna, I mean, this guy, let me tell you something. This guy was young. Uh, he's a good egg, you know, yeah, but he's a good egg, and yeah, but he made a mistake, and yeah, but let me tell you, this guy, this guy is going to be wonderful here, this Roberto Osuna. He is going to be wonderful, Roberto Osuna. He loved by his teammates. Everyone deserves a second chance. You start twisting yourself into a pretzel playing the yeah, but game for uh, Roberto Osuna. Now, that, now here's the cold reality. Right, the, the Astros, the reason they couldn't pass this deal up, is because the forbidden fruit is too tempting. Osuna's got an ERA in limited time in the big league. He's been up for a good good chunk of time now, but he's still young. Uh, an ERA of 2.87. His strikeout-to-walk ratio is insane. It's like 250-plus to 40 walks in 223 innings of relief work for the Blue Jays. So, And he's also not going anywhere for at least the next couple of years. So everything lined up. All the boxes were checked as far as that's concerned uh, in that department. Now, in addition, the Astros, what they're trying to do here is do a tightrope walk where they pacify both sides of the aisle, which is an impossibility 
an impossibility in any walk of life, any public walk of life. You can't pacify everybody because on one hand, the Strohs want to show that they are sympathetic uh, to those that have had domestic violence in their lives. They also want to show that they are tough on domestic violence. Jeff Lunau, the GM, talked about a zero-tolerance policy. Uh, you know, he's jumping on the sanctimonious and self-righteous side of the debate. But on the other hand, the Astros intimate that they will uh, they will support the second chance. They will give Roberto Osuna this opportunity. So it's a hypo uh, a hypothetical hypocritical situation here. I mean the the Osuna the the idea that Luna is talking about and he, he mentioned this in that release zero tolerance. Osuna's already violated that. I mean, he's already violated the zero tolerance policy. So don't say you have a zero tolerance policy when you just got the guy. But I guess because he was wearing the Blue Jays uniform, or he had the different laundry on, so it's quickly forgotten. There's zero tolerance if you do it as an Astro, you're out. But if no, that's what he's saying, right? And remember, the the reason this is such an interesting story and so controversial is the fact that earlier. I think it was this year, the Astros had a minor league player, who was a pitcher who was caught on video uh, beating up a woman. Uh, now, did he get a second chance? Did that pitcher get a second chance? No. Uh, he was deemed uh, not worthy of the headache, and he was given his walking papers. And Jeff Lunau, the GM there in Houston, in his, his carefully worded note to Astros fans, talked about the Astros having some great examples of character in their clubhouse. Well, let's look into that. Let's examine that, the, the great character that exists in the clubhouse. Would he be talking about, I don't know, Yuli Gurriel? Would he be talking about him, right? The guy that made the racist gesture in the dugout during the World Series and the spineless, gutless Astros didn't have the courage to do the right thing and have a zero-tolerance policy and suspend his racist, racist ass. No, they didn't. They waited for Major League Baseball to do something, and the baseball people with no backbone, they waited till next year when there were seven people watching Astros baseball to suspend Yuli Gurriel. Didn't have the, the, the spine, the cojones, to do it in the World Series. Did not have it. Is that the character of the Astros clubhouse? Maybe he's talking about Justin Verlander and Lance McCullers, that these guys will look up and be role models and inspirational to Roberto Osuna. Maybe that's what he's talking about. The same two guys. This is where it gets uncomfortable, by the way. This is the part of the story where it gets uncomfortable. Because McCullers, talking about that minor league pitcher, said that the guy should be in jail, right? The guy that did the same thing this guy did should be in jail. Verlander, he gave the social media bird emoji to the guy, the Astros minor league pitcher, and said, I hope the rest of your life without baseball is horrible. You deserve all that is coming your way. There you go. Good luck, uh, Roberto Osuna. Now, Justin Verlander and the other Astro players uh, were put on the spot. They were put on the spot. The Astros uh, made this trade early in the day, and so we actually have some audio here of Justin Verlander reacting to the aforementioned trade. Remember, Verlander's the guy has been outspoken about this in the past. Let's listen. It's a tough, uh, you know, tough situation. I think the thing for us to remember here is that you know the details haven't come to light. We don't know the whole story. 
obviously, <laughs> I've said some pretty uh, inflammatory things about stuff like this in the past, and, and I stand by my words. But, uh, you know, I, I think uh, with an ongoing case, as is this one, it's kind of, you know, just see what happens. But it'll be interesting. Um, See, so yeah, I, th I think, uh, you know, I think he plans to talk to us um, when he gets here. And, and uh, you know, I think it's just we'll, we'll go from there and see what happens. So, so clearly somebody from the PR department, some PR hack, came into the Astros locker room and said, all right, boys, here's how we're going to do this. Because uh, it wasn't just Verlander. You heard that cut from Verlander. Several other Astro players, they kept regurgitating two statements to try to defend Roberto Osuna. When asked about the domestic violence case, they said, as you heard with Verlander, still an ongoing case, right? That was one of the, the cliches to circle the wagon there. And, uh, and I don't know. You know, I don't know is what they kept saying. So, so what the hell's really going on here? All right, the Astros believe that Roberto Osuna is worth the PR hit that they're going to take. It, he'll help them win games. He'll help them go further in the playoffs. And those are the the facts uh, of baseball life. Talent wins out, right? That's the trump card. The ultimate trump card here is that talent wins out. Now, the last observation: as long as Roberto Osuna does two things. Uh, this will fade away. It's not going to go away because of the Internet. It will always be there. But it will fade away, right? A, keep your hands to yourself. That's the first thing, as long as he keeps his hands to himself from this point forward. And B, dominate in the Astros' bullpen. Then this will be presented as a redemption story, as a feel-good, Disney-esque type of story, right? The guy does bad, and then all of a sudden he cleans up his life, and 15 years he pitches more in baseball, and he gives money to charity and all this stuff. He never even thinks of punching a woman or doing anything like that. Just gives it all up. Uh, but it, it's also another reason for me that the American people can rally around despising the Astros, right? This is a easy team date. Some teams are hard to hate. The Astros are very unlikable. You've got Yuli Gurriel, as we talked about, uh, and also this guy now, and there's other players as well that are unlikable, but we're all going to enjoy big extra scoops of schadenfreude when the Astros lose, and they will lose in the postseason. They're, gonna, they're not getting back to the World Series. We are going to have happiness and joy from the misfortune. How great would it be? How about this? How about Roberto Osuna's on the mound? Game 7 of the American League Championship Series. Game 7 of the ALCS at Fenway Park. And Roberto Osuna's on the mound. One run lead. Right? Red Sox have runners on second and third. This is my dream. I have a dream. Runners on second and third. Okay? Osuna's trying to close out the game. You got J.D. Martinez at the plate for the Red Sox. And he hits a smash right down uh, first base way, and it's butchered by Yuli Gurriel, and both runs score, and the Red Sox win the game, and they're going to the World Series. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. That's right. Uh, Another great monologue for our listeners in Houston to embrace. I think I was I was spot on. Yeah. I hit every key point there. Roberto, what would you give me on that, Roberto? On a, I'll give you a 10 A there, 10! Ben. A 10, Eddie! The man gave me a 10! Wow. That's, the Russian judge even gave me a 10. That's perfect. That is the perfect Mallard monologue. Perfect.
Roberto with the uh, quote, uh, I hate the Astros. Oh, Eddie, explain to me, Eddie, how you can have a zero tolerance policy for domestic violence and trade for a guy that's suspended for domestic well, violence. Well, explain it's, that it's to me. He's an investigation, he, No, he never did it while he was with the Astros. <laughs> so uh, there yeah, you go. Okay. He's All been right. suspended 75 it's, days. It's but zero it's tolerance like, if you're on the Astros. Somewhere else, it does, it's fine. Like, we, we, like, we make jokes and stuff, but the Astros GM, Jeff Lunau, must think. The people that watch his team are complete country bumpkins to buy any of that, right? Why not just come out and say, listen, we know this guy's a dirtbag, but he's really good at playing baseball, and our bullpen blows, and we can't beat the Red Sox and the Yankees in the playoffs without him, so go screw yourself. How about that? They traded a guy who punched himself in the face for another guy who's yeah, probably yeah. punching women. That's a good point. And the, the, the Giles guy, like he got, he got upset. He had a hissy fit with his manager. This guy, who they got, had a hissy fit with a woman, but it wasn't a hissy fit. It was a punch, I suppose, allegedly, according to the police there. According to Justin Verlander. Well, yeah. Well, that's right. Uh, all right. If you would like to be part, the number, the lines are open here, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can be part of the festivities. Imagine what would happen if the Dodgers had traded for this guy. Imagine all those Weasley Astro fans that would be calling up and oh, see you want guys like that. Huh? Well, we, well, we had that general. We had that. We had Chapman, but we didn't do the trade because oh, a role, yeah. that's right. That's right. See, the Dodgers have ethics. Exactly. <laughs> Dodgers have morality. Exactly. That's right. That you good point. Look at you, Roberto, cleaning up my work. That's right. The Dodgers had a trade worked out for a Raldis Chapman, and they were so concerned. They're so sensitive. The Dodgers for public relations. They didn't make the trade. It didn't make the trip. And he could have been the difference in the World Series. He might have actually gotten somebody out. <laughs> Unlike those stiffs in the bullpen who Yeah, all right, anyway. Got a lot of mail here. We've got to get through the mail here at some point, which I'm excited we got about. Real L- mail? Listener mail. A lot of listener mail has come in. I'm excited about that. Are, are they like go ahead? Oh, I was, I was gonna say, speaking of which, yeah. Now I know we don't uh, we don't normally do shout outs on the no, show. Oh, never. Yes, Koopaloo. But I like to shout out Brad in Minnesota. Hi, Brad. Sending us uh Recently, very recently expired vending machine goodies. Yeah! A whole box full. Nice, Brad. Thank you for that. Chips, Funyuns, M&Ms, Twizzlers, you name it. Nice. That's a that's a veteran a stoner's move. dream right there. Koopa <laughs> Loop's got his meal plan for the next two days. He's set up. He's good to go. That's great. Well, yeah, I remember back when I did the midday show years ago, early in my career, that the vending machine guys. Man, they had it. Now, they didn't, they didn't make a ton of money, but the perks, right, those extra goodies in the vending machine that they got to take home, man, that's cool. What do we get here? What are, what are our, I guess we, our perk is if the vending machine guy likes our show, he's like hooks us up, man. He takes care of us. Or, or Mark, the cereal guy, like with the cereal that he provided us. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets great. All right, third degree, and we bring in the master of ceremonies, Justin Cooper. Now, Ben, I know that you're typically down on the Browns, but you like Why would you be up on the Browns? They were 0-16. You wouldn't. Yeah, all right. But you like Hugh Jackson. I do. Hugh, Hugh came on. I used to do this show called The Blitz. And Hugh came on when he coached the Raiders years ago. So, yeah, 
Well, now, Browns owner Jimmy Haslam said earlier in the week that he thinks that we will now see the real Hugh Jackson <laughs> now that he has an improved roster yeah. and has uh, brought in Todd Haley to be the offensive coordinator so he, that he can be free to head coach. Is he going to have plastic surgery? Is that what he's going to do? I don't, I don't know, Ben, but do you, do you agree with any of that? Well, listen, it's, it's theater of the absurd, right? It's PR. That's what this is all about. I mean, first of all, Hugh Jackson, his selling point as an NFL head coach when he was an assistant, he was supposedly really good at calling plays. So now the Cleveland Browns are not allowing him to call plays. They, they, they've they essentially made him a cheerleader and a game manager because Todd Haley's going to call the plays. So they've stopped him there. And secondly, I am relatively confident that Hugh Jackson was not pretending to be a head coach the last couple of years when he was in Cleveland. And as uh, Bill Parcells... He had, a, he had many more great quotes than, than I you – know, he was overrated, I thought, as a coach. But it, the quote factor, Parcells was not overrated. He used to preach about one – one of his Parcellisms was that you are what your record says you are. Hugh Jackson, as coach of the Browns, is 1-31. in 31. I don't think anyone could misinterpret 1-31. in 31. I don't think you can spin 1-31 in 31. any way you slice it. It's puke. And I, I I do like Hugh Jackson. I think he's a good guy. I think he'll be wonderful on television. He's a good soundbite. He'll he'll be the star of Hard Knocks. I believe that to be true. But he has been a horrid head coach. And no, we will not see the real Hugh Jackson next. Now, Paul George said at a Team USA training camp taking place in Vegas that he thinks that the city is built for an NBA team and that the league should make it happen. Now, Ben, it seems inevitable, but do you think it'll happen before Seattle? Well, it shouldn't happen. Uh, it's not inevitable. I think there's only a 30% chance, based on the, the, the numbers I have, that Vegas gets an NBA franchise. Now, Seattle should go first, right? A, you bring back the Sonics, the green and gold there. You bring that back. They get an expansion franchise. Seattle's the 14th biggest market. They've got a thriving economy, big corporations that some of these corporations weren't nearly as big or didn't even exist when the Sonics were last in Seattle, Boeing is still a monster. They're there. You've got Microsoft, Amazon, uh, Costco's not far away there. There are plenty of corporate dollars to go to an NBA franchise in Seattle. The, the market can support an NBA team. It did for a gazillion years. And B, Las Vegas, the reason it's not a lock, it's the 42nd biggest market. And they, they do have good corporate support with the gaming industry, but there are other bigger cities that don't have an NBA team, that don't have a hockey team. That you look at, you say, what, what, what about other locations like you know, Cincinnati comes to mind? Some places that have hockey teams that don't have NBA teams, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Nashville, as other possibilities. Uh, so, and imagine the debauchery. That Vegas flu is a real thing, but imagine if they got a team, an NBA team. I mean, hockey, hockey couldn't handle the Vegas flu. You think basketball players going to handle the Vegas flu? I say no. All right, next. Now, another tidbit regarding the offshore odds. Tom Brady is the odds-on favorite to win the MVP this upcoming season at plus 400. Now, Ben, now that you're a Boston suck-up, you have to Not agree, a right? Up. I'm an objective mm-hmm. sports talk radio personality yeah. that occasionally moonlights on Boston radio, and I will be on later this week. Uh, the answer is no. All right. Now, number wow. one, now, Tom Brady is going to be 41 years old. The smart play here is is to not bet on Tom Brady. The odds I saw, he was not the favorite. I think it's silly to think that he's going to suck. It's also silly to think that he's going to be as good as he was last year. And plus, in the past 20 years of the Most Valuable Player Award in the NFL, there have been exactly one player, one player that has repeated, gone back-to-back. That was Peyton Manning. Uh, 
you look at this secondly for a value play, Aaron Rodgers and Carson Wentz, they have better odds. They're not really value plays. If you want to get a value play for the MVP, you got to go down the list to somebody like Todd Gurley with the Rams or even a wild card like Kirk Cousins with the Minnesota Vikings and look at somebody like that where you get real value and a big return on investment for the MVP. You're not going to get a great return on Brady or Aaron Rodgers or Carson Wentz. And uh, the, the problem with these bets is the, the injury factor. Like anybody that bets on Deshaun Watson to win the MVP is a dope. You know he'll be hurt by week nine, if not sooner. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Then you pass this edition. That is a winner! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Now, <laughs> Mallard's Mountain of Money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. And let's welcome in our contestants for this edition of Mallers. Mountain of money. Piles of money. We say hello. Who do we have here? Oh, one person I was going to have play on line six hung up. Let's see if somebody calls back here. for. I need a new line six there. Let's say hello, though, to Mark. Ex-Disneyland Mark, it says here, from... Huntington hey ben, Beach. How you doing? What's going on, uh, Mark? You're no longer at the happiest place on earth. There, you you've departed. Man, I was I was never happy while I was there, man. You were the guy in the parking lot. Yeah, I was listening to you for like eight years on third shift, and well, I had an unfortunate incident, and Disney's trying to uh, give me the uh, bad. Uh, how would I put it? Uh, they're trying to screw me over. Really? I didn't know Mickey Mouse worked that way. That's a shame. Oh, I, Mickey, uh, yeah. Mickey Mouse is even trying to go after my unemployment benefit. Wow. That's how, how greedy so, they are. Sounds like Scrooge McDuck has taken over there. At, uh, at I think Disney. he's in charge. I think he's a real CEO. Well, I hope that works out for you, and uh, I hope you uh, will able to, to, to pay all your bills and all that. You find new work. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm working back in aerospace now. Oh, making good. Like three times the money. Oh, great. Then, then it worked out for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can't listen live to the show anymore, but, you know. No, I'm on second shift now, so unfortunately yeah. I can catch the beginning of your show, yeah. but um, maybe if I, when I get off of work and I'll pop a couple yeah. cold ones. Well, I, I recommend can. the podcast. The podcast oh, is the fallback option. You should download the podcast on any smartphone. Go to the the App Store, the Apple Store, wherever you find podcasts, and you can download that. All right, well, hold on, Disneyland Mark. You will be contestant number one, and we have Josh... In Nashville, who I believe will be contestant number two. Hello, Josh. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. You ready to go, Josh? Yes, sir. All right. Very good. And what do you do in Nashville, Josh? Uh, I'm in parking. Oh, you're this other guy was in parking too, but he left that. <laughs> he got That's out. It's a big industry. He got out of the in Nashville. Oh, it is. Okay. All right. Well, hold on a sec, Josh. So we have Josh, the parking guy, versus Mark, the aerosmith, uh, aerospace guy. And you can partner up with anyone on the show. You can play with me, Ben, Eddie, Roberto, or the Koopa Loop. And, Mark, who would you like to partner up with? Well, I don't know who Roberto is, so I'm going to go with you, Ben. All right. Well, Roberto's new since you stopped. You know, you, you moved off the third shift. Roberto took over for Danny G, who left our show, and he's the new guy. So we have uh, Roberto. All right, hold did on. You leave, did you leave on good terms? Oh, yeah, he still works with the company. He's on a different show now. All right. Oh, that's good. All right, hold on a sec, Mark. And uh, we have Josh 
in Nashville. Hello, Josh. You can partner up with Eddie, Roberto, or the Koopa Loop. I'll take Roberto. He sounds like a good guy. All right. Look at that. Roberto, back-to-back weeks. That's a win for me before I even play. Very, very good. Uh, why don't we pick the first category, then we'll uh, we'll go into a pause for the cause, as they say. And we'll play the game. So, Coop, what are the categories here for this edition? All right, gentlemen, this is the Arnold Schwarzenegger edition. He turned 71 yesterday. Wow, what? 71. Yes. Damn. Yep. Uh, the categories are as follows. The Running Man, The Terminator, The Sixth Day, and The Expendables. Disneyland, uh, ex-Disneyland Mark, which one would you like? Running Man. The Running Man, all right. And Josh, which one would you like? Uh, the Expendables. All right, we got the categories, and right. we will... Uh, Very good. We'll pause yeah. for the cause. We'll have Mather's Mind of Money in its entirety. We'll get to that. We will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And back to it we go. It's Maller's Mountain of Money, the Arnold Schwarzenegger edition. The teams are set up. Let me lock them in here. Punch the right lines up. We have... Former Disneyland parking employment guy, Mark. Now he's in aerospace and a parking guy in Nashville, Josh. Now, I'm teamed up with Mark. Roberto teamed up with Josh. Clearly, Josh wasn't listening last week. All right, Koopa Loop, what are we doing here? Who's going first? I believe I am, yes? Yes, that is correct. And you have the running man. All right. Well, I am a running man, as you know, Koopa Loop. When you think running, you think me. All right, Mark and Josh, this goes for you as well. When it is your turn, it is not right now. Uh, I need the first and last name of the athletes. You're going to have 45 seconds to name them all. Ben and Mark, are you ready? Uh, Yes, let's do it. Here we go. All right, the running man. These athletes are some of the fastest in their sport. 45 seconds on the clock. Begin. All right, he's the guard for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Had a triple-double every game out of UCLA. No, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Kevin Durant. No, all right. He hates Kevin Durant. How about that? Boy, this sucks. Uh, How about the answer for the 76ers? He got to the NBA Finals, lost to the Lakers. Man, I don't know basketball. (laughs) Okay, good. Uh, How about uh, Washington Wizards guard like a brick blank? A brick house. (laughs) Oh, my God. How about 19... Are you sabotaging me? 1980s, 90s Royals and Raiders. How about that one? Dude, I, I couldn't. I, sorry. All yeah. right, you're not playing. Wow. All right, stop it. I'm not, I'm, uh, he's out. All right? I mean, you can, go ahead, Roberto, but he's not. Coop, you got to screen these guys, buddy. You got you to gotta at least make sure they know who Russell Westbrook is. I mean, my God. Uh, sweet Jesus, what are you doing to me? I mean, come on. I mean, I know it's all. I mean, jeez. All right, go ahead, Roberto. I mean, it's unbelievable. You're up, Roberto. Go ahead. All right, you know, uh, you I'll guys. Pick somebody else. I don't know. I, 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 I'll pick Jed who fled. He'll, all right, uh, yeah. you guys have the expendables. These athletes are some of the most traded in their respective sports. Oh, my God. Right. 45 seconds on the clock. Begin. Oh, yeah, go ahead, John. Straight cash homie. Say what? Straight, <laughs> straight cash homie. Play for the Minnesota Vikings. No idea. Oh, come on, dude. Are you serious? Give him more clue than that. Keep going. Go. Play, play with Orlando Magic. He's the second Superman. Play with the Lakers, number 12. Not, uh, not a clue. 
<laughs> you gotta be kidding me. For, former be. wide receiver inside the NFL, played for the Broncos, Jets, the Bears. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> wow, you serious? Okay, the father, the father, the father, father of Barry Bonds. <laughs> This is the imperfect game. <laughs> this is the Lions 0-16 versus the Cleveland Browns 0-16. It's like the double rainbow. Double zeros. They both hung up. Everybody hung up. Everybody's gone. Oh They're all gone, Eddie. They both hung up. Worst Just, game ever. You can only tie the record. <laughs> you cannot break the record. Uh, but they couldn't even <laughs> guess a name, Ben. Both of them were like, no idea, no clue, I, no idea, you nothing. Would, you would think like Russell Westbrook, even if you don't like basketball. Father or, of Barry Bonds. Yeah, well, that, yeah, well, that exactly. You could have at least gotten Bonds. <laughs> Randy Moss. That's Mr. The- Bonds. Oh, my God. That's it, Eddie. We'll just have dead air for the next three minutes. As well, we you can here. try the replacement players. Uh, I can, all right, we'll go to the bullpen. Uh, Jed, you want to play, Jed? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Which category do you? Uh, All right. Oh, hold on. A second. Let me get somebody for uh, Roberto. That would be Matt in the uh, IE. Hello, Matt. Yeah. Hey, uh, big fan. All right. Uh, let's see. Here we go. All right. We're doing Jed, this on the fly. Terminator. Do you want the Terminator or he the said six? Terminator. Okay. He said Terminator. All right. All right. These athletes are all pretty boring, almost robotic. All right. 45 seconds. Go. <laughs> All right, uh, Ravens quarterback, known as Jump Joe Ball. Corral, oh, you're Ray! already winning. Uh, San Antonio Spurs center out of Wake. Correct. Uh, former Spurs forward traded to the Toronto Raptors. Couple weeks. Correct. Wow. Uh, Chicago Bull from the 1980s and 90s. No tipping. Correct. Uh, very good here. The Sandman, Yankees closer of the two. Th- uh, correct. Uh, known as Doc, uh, pitcher for the Blue Jays. He died in a, a plane accident. Uh, no, died in a plane accident off the coast of Florida. Pass. All right, pass. Uh, former Suns and Hawks small forward. Uh, show me your blank. Uh, show me your blank. <laughs> uh, no, show me your blank. Uh, six, six. All right. All right. That was a good clue. <laughs> uh, you missed uh, Roy Roy Halliday. He died in the plane crash. And uh, show me your Johnson. Yeah, Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. Yeah, I knew it wasn't that Paige guy, the golfer. I yeah. don't think show, me, show me your Dominique. <laughs> 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 160 points for Ben and Jen. All right, you're uh, up. Uh, all right, Roberto. Matt and Riverside, you've got the sixth day. These are some of the best college football players of all time. 45 seconds on the clock. Begin. Let's do it. Go. Roberto, go. Current, current, <laughs> uh, current New York Met, uh, ex-NFL quarterback. Tim Tebow. Uh, prime time. Uh, Deion Sanders. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> former Ra- oh, former Raider works on uh, ESPN Monday Night Football. Uh, John Gruden. No. Cornerback. Uh, <laughs> Cornerback. Ex cornerback for the Raiders. Packers. Oh, uh, Woodson. Yeah. Uh, Hall of Fame running back, uh, the Cleveland Browns. No, you didn't get the first name. You got to get the first name. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. You got that one. Uh, uh, got got run over by Bull Jackson and uh, Monday Night Football. Mm. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it. Roberto's just as bad at this game. I love Roberto. He's so bad. It's great. Come on, Roberto. That's going to be a drop. points. That's going to be a drop. 160 to 100. Roberto going. That's got to be a drop. That's like a Three Stooges move. So who won the game? Ben and you and Jen. I won the game. We had two games in one. We had the per- the imperfect game. All right, so Jed gets a golden ticket. I got to give Jed a golden ticket. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Can we get Mark, the Disneyland guy, back? He doesn't know Russell Westbrook. Oh, my God. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.